Time you dropped that Bible since she's been in there. Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? Hello and welcome to Quarantine Confessions. I'm your host, A.G., and with me, as always, is Jordan Coburn. Hello, Allison. Hello, Jordan. <laughs> How are you? I got very hello, Clarice, for a second. Sorry. I'm great. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing well. Coco got groomed today. That was a terrifying experience for her. No, oh, she'll get used to it. She will, yeah. She smells less like shit now, though, so that's good. Excellent. Yes. I, I prefer when uh, the pod pets smell less like shit. Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of people smelling like shit, we have a lot of quarantine confessions today. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of funny ones, a lot of poignant ones. And uh, we'll try to get through all of them. If not, we will um, get to you on the next episode of Quarantine Confessions. These come out every Saturday to the public, every Friday, ad-free for patrons if you're a patron if you're not a patron you can sign up to become one at quarantineconfessionspod.com it's on the front page there it says i want to you know be a patron and then uh, you can also sponsor a patron a lot of people can't afford it during uh, these uh, crazy times you become a patron of quarantine confessions you also become a patron of the daily beans and you get those episodes the night before they come out to the public and you also get those ad free and then we'll also be doing a mary trump book club that will be just for patrons only and you get to come on to our happy hour meet and greet an hour early and see all of our stunning celebrity guests um but other than that um you know, these shows are also free, so enjoy them, and uh, we can kick it off. Jordan, do you want to kick it off? Our first confession from Mary, quite appropriate. I was going to say, beautiful, confessing. yes, beautiful Catholic name. Um, All right, from Mary. Mary says, I've started watching chiropractic adjustment videos on YouTube. That's very interesting. <laughs> it's a weird ASMR, it right? It is. Yeah, I guess so. It's like in anticipation if they fuck up incredibly or like where's, where's or, the or, trauma? Or the noise. Yeah. The noise. Like Eddie Izzard says, make the noise. I live for the noise. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mary says, I'm sure she'll explain. Um, I, I am now subscribed to several different chiropractor YouTube channels. One chiropractor who I now follow is in Florida, another is in Texas, and a third chiropractor is in Pennsylvania. I find these videos to be very interesting since I've never gone in for a chiropractic adjustment in my entire life. My other confession is that I haven't had a haircut in four months. <laughs> my hair feels both dry and flat. The thought of getting a haircut is one of the little things that is helping me get through this pandemic. Well, that and voting Trump out of office in November. <laughs> oh that, that thought helps, too. I like I like this concept of watching YouTube videos as a way to dip your toe into something that uh, you otherwise have not done yet. I, I I am curious if it's making you feel more comfortable or less comfortable watching these these miracle workers. <laughs> I imagine they won't post the videos that have any horrifying outcomes. So either way, I'm sure you're only getting positive <laughs> positive views. 
<laughs> I've been to tons of chiropractors. I've never had a horrifying outcome. So, uh, yeah, I'm just a hypochondriac. That, yeah, <laughs> that's not to say the only study of what chiropractors is just, you know, AG's experience. But um, no, I think you're right. Overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, I had a really great one in um, in Hillcrest, and I called him Papa Bear, and he would do these giant bear hugs, and he was actually a, a bear. As well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, uh, he was so good at it and it just, it, it was a very, very pleasant experience. I miss going as a matter of fact. Uh, but it was, and then they also did massage there. So it was kind of a combo, you know, self-care chiropractic, you know, we'll, 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 we'll rub you down and we'll crack your bones. It was very nice. <laughs> that sounds like so mobby kind of, we'll rub you down and we'll crack your bones. <laughs> He's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the rub and crack. Yeah, I'm here for the rub and crack. Give me in two two fifteen. Perfect. Um, all right. Next up from Shar. Pronouns she her. Shar says I literally I literally haven't worn pants since March. Shorts, leggings when it was cooler, dresses, skirts, or just undies. No pants. I've gained enough quarantine weight that uh, if I wanted to, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't fit anyway. I live alone. So I'm often braless or nearly naked too. New normal. Yes. Hey, same, same Z. I, I love how you just said no pants. That was my favorite delivery. No pants. No pants. The only pants I could ever wear, like in the last couple of years since I stopped working in 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 the office, uh, are those Beta brand yoga pants, dude. Those were so like if I wanted to wear dress pants, I would fucking put those things on. Yeah, I'd be like, so I look comfy. like I'm going into work. Those are yeah. so 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 yeah, comfy. They were. Mm. Team no pants, yeah, but I wouldn't wear them now. They're a little, they're a little too dressy for quarantine. So yeah, yeah, totally. Part of their versatility is that uh, you probably don't want to risk like your swass just ruining the lining. Maybe that's just a me problem, <laughs> but and you also don't want like the pod pet fur all over them. Totally, which I'm covered in cats daily now. So yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Next up from anonymous pronouns they them. Anonymous says very minor confession. Since I listen to the Daily Beans literally every day, and it's part of my routine now, I was momentarily confused at the end of Rachel Rachel Raddow this evening when she did (laughs) not sign off with, I'm Rachel Maddow, and them's the beans. This may have been induced by the cocktail I had been drinking. (laughs) All of your worlds are just melding together. You know what's fucking bananas? Okay, Animal Crossing, right? I got an island. I got a thing. You have villagers. You make friends with these villagers. You, eventually, they, you have kept, like secret catchphrases with individual ones, and you become best friends. They give you your photo. It gives you more points, and uh, it's you know something to aspire to. And uh, the, your villagers come up with nicknames for you, and some, usually it's like these innocuous things like, I'm going to call you Somersault. Uh, but then sometimes they'll ask you for a nickname, and so I'll be like, sweet ass, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, they, then they'll then they say that. They'll be like, hey, what's up, sweet ass? I stand, because I also put that in their vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And then, but the other day, every once in a while, they'll change your nickname, and fucking Tia, my elephant, my sisterly elephant, comes up to me, and she's like, hey, I have a new nickname for you. Psst, I have a new nickname. It's A.G. Beans. I swear to God. I was like, weird i didn't prompt this i was like okay they're listening yeah wait i mean they could be right that would make sense for them to have some sort Mm. of like algorithm that spits that out Mm. i wouldn't be surprised yeah seriously (laughs) 
Ugh. <laughs> so they're like picking up catchphrases from your And I'm fine with it because you could spy on me and track me. You could microchip me. Yes. I fuck. I worked for the government for so long. They have my blood, my urine, my fingerprints, my DNA. They have everything. Plus, I'm covered in tattoos. I couldn't I couldn't be less nondescript. My, my gravestone will say, I wish I could have been more conspicuous. But... There's, I am not at all afraid of them reading any email that I ever send to anybody. So I'm okay with it, but it's a little frightening for people who, you know, might not be cool with it. Yeah, definitely. Isn't Animal Crossing supposed to be a uh, a respite from such AI technology? <laughs> Just kidding. That's sarcasm. That's all it is. That kind of would make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that's a bummer is it's like, if you're going to do that, at least, at least tell me to expect mirror images of my real life when I'm in this virtual space, mm. please. If you tell me, mm. I would be like, Hey, that's kind of fun. Maybe probably not. Mm. It's just really terrifying all mm. around actually. But that is, <laughs> that is really random. Maybe probably not. I, lo- I love the familiarity. I do. Yeah. With AG beans. Yes. Sounds good to me. <laughs> mm. That is great. Next up. From anonymous, pronouns she, her. I have been an online sex worker for five years, and before the pandemic, it was easy to disguise with other jobs. I have been, quote, unemployed, unquote, since mid-March, and now I only have one job, sex work. My family is very confused about what I'm doing with my time. Mm -hmm. However, since I've been able to focus on the just one job, my sex work career has taken off. I feel like I need to celebrate and share this because I'm not sure how to tell my family. The stigma of sex work is real, and even though my family is cool, I don't know how they'd be with it. Uh, I also thought I would share with your listeners that there are many porn sites that are creator-based. While mainstream porn still has a lot of men that profit off of the work of women, sites like ManyVids and Amateur Porn have many videos that are filmed and produced by the performers themselves. Also, these sites are gender-friendly and body-positive, and a good portion of the money you spend goes directly to their creators. Like the farmer's market of porn. (laughs) And while I think I have seen almost every fetish imaginable, I have yet to see the ones that involve beans. But... You never know. Well, that is where you create it. <laughs> yeah, your Animal Crossing yes. will create it for you. Yes, I mean uh, the be- the bean is built into porn in some respects, as it was. It is, if you think about it. Yes, yeah, we won't go into that. Yes, but <laughs> correct and true, and and congrats on your on your yeah. career taking off. And I hundred percent support you. I hundred percent. Uh, su- uh, 100% support sex work so yeah. congratulations and I'm glad it's working out yeah thank you for those those sites too because like I definitely feel like it's hard to be sex positive or consume porn in a sex positive way because yeah it just like feels so gross the stuff that's posted on Pornhub so much of the time and it's like everything about it is so the men that yeah it's just are profiting off yes of it. the men that are profiting off of it and it's so many of the videos are like so clearly you know designed filmed for and filmed by men and it's it feels like so foreign to me as a woman and I, and I know that a lot a lot of people feel that way not to mention gender queer people and I won't just you know and we shouldn't just single out the men either I know that there's you know women out there that are running some of these sites that aren't the best yeah role models like uh like a Ghislaine Maxwell types if you know if you catch my drift so it's, yeah. it's not gender specific and but it is it it does come with that like the 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 dirty feeling I get about porn is because of that is because of the industry and when you the creators are doing it themselves I think that that's rad yeah totally I've definitely had people in my life that I care very much about and are very close to me that were in porn and they had like 
nothing but uh, shitty things to say in hindsight about the sort of revolving door that the men do wind up creating. And I think I think it is fair to say it is mostly the men that are fucking it up, but it is definitely not all men. And it's important to mention what you mentioned. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to to the dudes who are mostly just consumers, you know? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Just the loyal customers. Just the people just showing up that they are the they are the uh, demand to the supply. But I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> yes. Um, next up from anonymous pronoun she her forgive me sisters for I have sinned. My husband does not believe in us giving to political campaigns. So when I realized that I had accumulated money in my PayPal account by shopping for an immunocompromised friend at our local farmers market. I decided that it was time to make use of these funds to support some campaigns. I know we are not supposed to keep secrets from our spouses, so this has actually been weighing on me. I am agnostic, so so I don't have any other confessor, so I really appreciate you taking these confessions. Oh, and I have also given up plucking my chitty chin hairs. No one can see them under a mask anyways, and wearing underwear. (laughs) Going commando lets the girly bits air out better, and is thus more hygienic anyways. Thanks for being part of my self-care regimen. (laughs) Hell yeah. I love, <laughs> dude, I feel that with the chin hairs too, because like, I'm a pretty teed up broad. I got like lots of testosterone that is confirmed by blood work, and <laughs> I have like such a chin <laughs> hair problem that uh, my mom gave to me. Thanks, mom. Shout out. And it's so nice to not have to care about that, because number one, no one could see it, like you said, with the masks. Number two, there's no chin caressing happening by strangers that would judge you otherwise so all the Mm. reasons to just let it grow Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. yeah Uh, i have one i have one and and it's more like a throat hair and yeah i've named it arthur (laughs) and it it it'll it like every once in a while like because i'm i'm super like light-haired light-eyed so i don't notice it until the sun glints off of it yeah and it's like five inches long (laughs) you have to try to find it with your tweezers but it's so blonde or translucent that you can't quite see it but it's so long it just uh, keeps like tickling your lips (laughs) and it's and i tell you man it's it's really got a lot of uh of gusto it's it's it perseveres nevertheless it persisted um (laughs) With my chin hair, my one Arthur. So yeah. thank you for that. And next up from anonymous he him, uh, I'm recovering from having knee surgery last Thursday. Oh my god. PSA: Always have someone hold your ladder lest you tear your meniscus and Ooh. ACL, like oh, I did. Holy god. shit! Since getting home Thursday afternoon, I have not been above ground and have been, in fact, barely left to the high to bed I've been sleeping on while I heal. My convalescence saw me reach a point this morning of both glory and ignominy. While I was playing Animal Crossing with my son looking on, I had him hand me a box of Pop-Tarts, which I've, which have been my breakfast of choice during all this. <laughs> After ripping a package of the cookie dough flavor open, I realized I didn't have a plate. I did, however, have my bare chest. I think you see where this is going. Yes, I ate, unheated of course, Pop-Tarts off my own chest while playing video games <laughs> in my underwear, albeit... Covering my lap with a throw blanket for my son's sake. Oh my! I justified his God. confession <laughs> as being a quarantine confession because, despite being able to leave the house on paper, I live in South Dakota. I'm not much uh, go of. I'm not going much of anywhere until next week. So, <laughs> oh, again, do not fuck with ladders. Also, I must express my undying appreciation appreciation for my wonderful wife, who's nursing me back to health from the effects of my poor judgment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh 
Uh, That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, I'm so sorry you had to go through surgery. Seriously. But the God. the Pop Tart thing reminds me of the old Paula Poundstone bit where where you know she says you eat the two Pop Tarts. And then two Pop-Tarts does not a meal make. So you open up the second packet. There's three packets of two Pop-Tarts in mm-hmm. a box. Mm-hmm. You open up the second packet and, and you eat those. And uh, and then you're you're pretty full. But then there's just one packet of Pop-Tarts hanging out in the box. And I eat those just to clean up, really. And so she feasts on entire boxes of Pop-Tarts at a time. I don't know if that's what you're doing. But uh, I would not yeah. judge you no, for no it. No way, dude. Pop tarts are so good. I need to go get me some. Oh, I <laughs> forgot how good they are. <laughs> Fuck. They're so, so good. Oh. I like to warm them up myself, but they definitely beat Toaster Strudel's ass. Because with Toaster Strudel, you have to squeeze the frosting on, and that's basically fucking cooking. Right. Well, you also have to defrost the frosting. How redundant. That is cooking. If there's more than three steps... I'm just going to make a full meal because I'm cooking. Yes, totally. I had a best friend growing up, Taylor, who uh, her family, like their genetics, I swear to God, dude, they just eat complete shit food all the time. And they're like the most fit family, just like gymnast performers. It's they're complete genetic freaks. And every morning I would spend the night like all the time. And for breakfast, they would have... Uh, two pop tarts with ice cream in between, or two toaster strudels with ice cream in between, and that was their breakfast like all the time. Mm. It was the most like delicious breakfast, delicious. but obviously, uh, in fact, I actually just picked up uh, and I'm gonna get judged for this, but chewy chips ahoy, which I haven't had since I was a child, are actually really delicious. Mm. Yum, so good. All right. Well, we're going to have some more confessions for you. We just have to take a quick break from our sponsor. Thank you uh, for listening to this show. And thanks to our sponsors also who are helping keeping us afloat in these uh, COVID times. And if you wouldn't mind indulging us, we're going to hear a quick word from them. We'll be right back with more confessions. Stick around. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Quarantine Confessions. We'd like to thank our new sponsor, Mac Weldon, for supporting the podcast. Mac Weldon has reinvented men's essentials with premium fabrics, smart designs, and simple shopping. Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, and undershirts, hoodies, sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear, which is pretty much my entire wardrobe in quarantine anyway. Their basics are the longest-lasting, highest-quality items on the market. Mac Weldon started from scratch and engineered their own fabric. And then, making sure the design process was meticulous, they moved forward with their products so that you can count on the fit being the same each and every time. The difference is in the detail, so they obsessed over every stitch and every seam until they reached perfection. And they even have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial and eliminate no odor. And not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts all look good, they're incredibly versatile and perform well too. Great for working out, great for going to work or going out on dates, or just everyday quarantine life at home. Mack Weldon's mission is simple, to make sure all your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. I just went to their site to look for some gifts, and I love the wide selection, and all their stuff is beautifully designed with premium fabrics. They really make your shopping experience a pleasure. Mack Weldon wants you to become comfortable, uh, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still send you a refund. No questions asked. All of their products look amazing, they feel amazing, and the folks at Mack Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life, 
And once you reach level two by spending $200, Mack Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. And right now, our listeners can get 20% off your first order. So visit MacWeldon.com slash Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. That's MacWeldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N dot com slash Starburns and enter promo code Starburns. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. We have more of your quarantine confessions. And coming up next is one from Natalie brought to you by Jordan. Go ahead. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Um, well, all right. <laughs> Natalie, pronoun she, her, says, warning, weight issues slash eating disorders. I just wanted to write in to thank Ashley for sharing her story about weight loss on last week's quarantine confessions. I have dealt with disordered eating and body shaming from my doctors due to my weight for my whole life quarantine has been so hard for those of us struggling with these issues especially for anyone who is living with other people who are not sensitive to the topic i'm not mad at my roommate or anything where did you get that idea (laughs) ashley thank you for sharing that we are not alone these days i wake up and go to bed cursing my body more than ever before and it means the world to me to know that i am not alone in this struggle it can be so hard to remember to be thankful for our bodies they're getting us through a global pandemic and a generally fucked up world even if they aren't doing it in the way we would like them to. Life is tough, but we are strong. We will get through this together. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's so, so, so totally. true, Natalie. Yeah, they really are, like, so amazing in any form that they take. And it's so good to recognize that. I had a yoga teacher once who would tell us, he'd give us little, you know, gratitude assignments. And one of them was when you take a shower have like a mindful shower where every body part you wash you're you're saying like thank you you know thank you forearm for gripping things or just whatever you know whatever you may grip um and and just going through you know that act of acknowledging everything your body does for you every night in like a tender way and it's such a hippy dippy thing but it's you know it's in that same vein of being appreciative for your body regardless of what it looks like yeah this book um i read when i was younger called lit from within it's got a lot of god stuff in it that you can flip through but it also (laughs) has um kind of what your yoga teacher was saying equal opportunity bath where you understand that the parts of your body that you don't like as much are just as important as the parts of the body that you of your body that you do like and you should you know mindfully think of them in the same in the same vein but i have to say no amount of advice i could give or anyone could give ever will bring you the amount of relief just knowing that someone else is going through what you're going through so thank you to ashley and natalie for for bringing this to the forefront because Mm -hmm. that i think is the most powerful uh message that you can send is that you're not alone Mm -hmm. so thank you for sending that in totally next up from anonymous pronouns she her so this is an anti-confession maybe Oh, there's a question mark there. That's why I did that with my voice. It's not a confession, but I'm not sure what to call it. I love listening to all the confessions about people stashing food weird places, but I was sad because I don't have anything like that. See, my junk food choices, my junk foods of choice are Cheez-Its and Triscuits. Dude, I get Cheez-Its, a box every couple of days. <laughs> and my boyfriend's junk food is ice cream. Uh, he has celiacs and I'm lactose intolerant, so no food has to be hidden. <laughs> wow. We are truly a match. <laughs> Sorry to all the food hiders and hoarders out there. <laughs> oh my God. 
So she's just confessing that she feels guilty that she doesn't have to hide food. Uh, They don't have to hide food from each other because they're literally can't eat each other's foods. Yeah. Get vices that your spouse is allergic to and everything will work out unless it's bees or something. That could, uh, unless it's bees, that, could, that, 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 that should be a Hallmark card for for somebody's. I hear you're getting married. I hope you found somebody who compliments all your things, and you're allergic to different things except for bees. <laughs> Love, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, when it starts to fly, that's a problem. Fucking gluten doesn't fly yet. <laughs> uh. Oh. oh god, I miss Cheez Its. I haven't gotten a box of Cheez Its oh. in a minute. I'm doing I'm I'm gonna get one of those actually. Thank you for the reminder that I've been a fool not getting them constantly. Uh next up from <laughs> Stephanie Pronoun she her this one is for Jordan. Yay, that worked out. I was listening oh, to this week's <laughs> Yes. I was listening to this week's episode and cracking up as AG was talking about how she saw a man in the USPS logo. I said out loud to myself <laughs> Only child, talk to myself often, not crazy, I swear. Man, I have to write in and tell them about how for years I only saw a G in the Disney logo. Lo and behold, (laughs) as I'm finishing up saying this, Jordan says the exact same thing. I was floored, and now I feel so much better knowing I was not the only one to think this. Jordan, you are not alone. I just turned 30 and only recently was able to see how that elusive letter could possibly be a D. Keep up the great work, ladies. You always put a smile on my face. (laughs) Stephanie, that is so fucking random. That's so crazy. Of all of the weird things you could see in things... You saw the and thought of the exact same thing. That's so nuts. There's also another listener that tweeted at me saying that um, I think I think it was Stuart. I don't know. I have a shit memory. My apologies, whoever it was. Uh, but saying that they saw the same thing too. So we are not alone. There is a uh, large group of that strange ocular challenged ocularly challenged <laughs> Disney fans. It's a perception issue. <laughs> yes. And- and uh, like, is blue for me the same as blue for you? We'll never know. Uh, but here's what's funny, Jordan. You're gonna laugh. I got a text from Mac, our producer, at Starburns, our engineer. Excuse me, at Starburns, and she's like, "I thought it was a beak man with his pocket turned out too forever." <laughs> so she saw <laughs> the bird head man in the yes. USPS logo. Yes. As and, and this is like somebody close to our lives. So yeah. this is like and now we have listeners telling you it's a friggin' G. That's amazing. That is so funny. I'm amazed. Me too. That's so funny. Human cognition is crazy. Or if that would count as cognition. I know. So cool. But great minds. Great yes. minds think alike. <laughs> yes. Great minds per great yeah. minds perceive alike. Yeah. Um next up from anonymous she her. Uh not sure if this is good news or a confession, but here goes. My MAGA hat-wearing, Blue Lives Matter, Fox News junkie parents moved in with me in January when they got kicked out of my sibling's house for being dicks. <laughs> it's the best, the best opening sentence. Opening sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, my parents moved out when I was able to encourage them to go back to Arkansas instead of continuing to live in this armpit of hell called Texas. The good news is they're gone. (laughs) Yay. Now I can go to Black Lives Matter protests and talk about the importance of science without getting in getting super tense in my house. Did I mention my dad was a cop for nearly 30 years? And that's why I know firsthand how shitty cops can be. My confession is. 
uh, that I took an immense amount of pleasure when they called upset because the U-Haul wouldn't fit in their driveway. And so they had to push all of their massive furniture up a huge, incredibly steep hill to get moved into their new house and broke their dresser in the process. Oh, my God. I love how you're like, I'm not Brutal. sure if this is a confession or good news because she's like, <laughs> yeah. I'll feel guilty as fuck. Yeah. Um, while staying with me, they had ripped the door off the guest room they were staying in. Jesus. I had to throw out the... I had to throw out the rugs in that room because they had destroyed them, and it took me four hours to clean the grime and gunk out of the bathroom. They had never cleaned in seven months. They in the seven months they lived with me. So when I hung up the phone, my husband and I laughed really hard and took another sip of our celebration margaritas. <laughs> I think this makes me a bad daughter, but also screw them. Yeah, I mean they're just a bunch of dead ass weights, uh, dead weights that break things. That's annoying. <sighs> I'm sorry that that your parents. Dude, that's not cool. No. Yeah, that's super rude. I don't understand. I just, I can't. And I'm also a little, you know, Joelle and I say we have the olds. We're the olds. And like (laughs) people who just don't have consideration for other people's feelings or, you know, people who make themselves at home without you inviting them to or, uh, you know, people who slam doors in your apartment complex and, and don't think about the fact that there might be other people in the fucking world. Yeah. Uh, people who slow walk in front of you. I get sidewalk rage. They just they don't have consideration <laughs> that there's other humans in the fucking world with them and that you need to be considerate of those people. And it's and uh, and it's it's just it it's got to suck when it's your parents because you know I've yeah. talked about my mom she's she's like Republican women for cinema I'm like you're a Democrat now just stop yeah. with the Republican women part but like I I can't imagine having that level of of Trump supporter in in my nuclear family so my heart goes out to you but congratulations and I I sip margaritas with you totally yes and it's okay to be annoyed at your family. I, I, I feel like you have a good, healthy take on it. Because it's like, even if they're your family, they're still fucking up and they're still making your life harder. And that, like, that costs money and time and effort that it doesn't sound like they were remorseful about at all. So I say a healthy amount of pissed offedness is in order. Uh, and margaritas can help quell that. And that's always nice. Next up from Anonymous Pronouns, she, her, she says, This is a little bit of quarantine confession as well as a little schadenfreude. First, the confession. Since I have no fucks left to give about these malignant morons who feel that it is their right to spread misinformation and hateful content, every day when I'm on Twitter, I find someone who needs to be reported in or blocked. Today, Malignant Mango Jr. was my target as he tweets such outrageously untrue accusations about Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and all Democrats in general. His tweet tweet referring to <laughs> John Lewis, however obliquely, I mean, what other famous civil rights activist had a funeral last Thursday? It was the final <laughs> straw. It took I took t- about two minutes to find another four or five hateful tweets to report. I blocked him a while ago, but his tweets still pop up as retweets in my timeline. My schadenfreude, of course, has to do with the death of Herman Cain. Of course, no death should be celebrated. But... It is so hard not to jump up and down and shout, we told you so. What the hell did you think would happen if you went to a rally without a mask? Apologies for the shouty caps. No apologies necessary. Thank you for giving us the space to do this here. I found Muller Giroux kind of late in the cycle, but I have been a fast fan ever since. Keep doing what you're doing. You bring a little sanity to the day along with the outrage. I will absolutely be voting early by mail, actually by county Dropbox, in November. Ah. 
Yeah, good on you reporting. Reporting does make a difference. I, I've I've never really like been a reporter of tweets. I just I don't follow Trump and we always wind up reporting on the tweets anyway. But that's a good call. That's a I think that is a good thing to do because it does make a difference. You know, it's like Twitter mm-hmm. increasingly so is kind of becoming a democracy and what's his name? Jack. He seems to be like more receptive to the general will of the people and I and I think that reporting things you know as hate speech or flagging them and stuff actually winds up collectively getting taken into consideration more so than facebook at least Mm. for a while (laughs) yeah fuck that dude um yeah today what what pushed me over the edge uh for today because i get pushed over the edge every day right uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's this there's an edge a day uh, was the way that Lindsey Graham spoke to former acting attorney general Sally Yates during yep. his line of questioning. It was absolutely the grossest. Ah, just, well, you'll see. Yeah. Watch, listen to the Daily Beans um, from a couple days ago because this is now time is not linear. All right. <laughs> now, up next, we have time for one more confession. Uh, and again, please send your confessions in at quarantineconfessionspod.com. If we didn't get to yours, we will get to it. Just, you know, give us another week. And this is from Patty, and Patty's pronouns are she, her. She says, first, let me say how much I enjoy your beans. The deep uh, the deep dive details and smart commentary are fresh breath in the halitosis of available news. <laughs> Second, I'm sharing this in the hopes that it will inspire or guilt others in similar situations to do the same. I am extremely fortunate. I'm a retired active duty civil servant who is able to live on her small pension, social security, and VA disability. When the stimulus checks were issued, I was surprised to receive one since my income was not negatively impacted by the shutdown. Okay, to be honest, it pissed me off. I mean, what the hell were those baboons, sorry, actual baboons, thinking $1,200 is significant when you have nothing and they were sending out my taxpayer dollars all willy-nilly. So I decided to donate it to a neighbor who had lost her job during the shutdown. I put a cash in a card and delivered it anonymously. I heard later that it paid her rent. And if these baboons send me another check, I'm going to do the same thing again. Thank you, Bean Pods, for all you do to enlighten, but mostly brighten my days. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. God, that is so true. There are so many people that got that check that just, like, did not need it. And then so many people that still haven't gotten their checks that did need it. And it's like... yeah. The, you know, they don't want to do, they don't want to take the amount of administrative effort it would take to actually assess who's most in need, you know, and, and like redistribute that no that money in the best no. way possible. So it really does fall on people like yourself to do that. Yeah. And I, I can totally relate because of my VA disability and, uh, you know, the, the job that I previously had. Uh, I was in, in 2018, which is, I think the, the tax year they used to assess what they were going to send you. I was in the bracket that shouldn't have received any money and they sent me for the full $1,200 and they sent my, at the time, husband, the same amount. And so we got the full amount. I donated it because I was like, we, we this, this was not supposed to come to us. Um, yet now, you know, and so they're, you know, their means testing <laughs> is meaningless. Meaningless means testing brought to you by... Steve Mnuchin in the Treasury of the United States of America. Um, but thank you for doing that. That's super amazing and super awesome. And uh, I, I can't, I, you know, I appreciate it on behalf of others because, you know, I did the same. It's like, what the f- fuck? Because you're right. Those are our tax dollars. And, you know, the military, our military members pay taxes. And, you know, they're out there 
risking their lives, possible bounties on their heads in Afghanistan from Taliban members paid by Russia, Trump is ignoring, and they're paying taxes and defending our freedoms, our actual freedoms, not the, you know, the freedom to not kneel during the national anthem or whatever, but, you know, our actual freedoms. And, uh, and here, and here we are just sending their money out without checking on shit or making sure somebody needs it and then trying to pull back unemployment insurance from those who desperately do need it. It's just, it's bananas and I can't wait until they're fucking gone. And so everybody register to vote. The end and rant. Yes. (laughs) Slow clap. Great, great end. Great end slow to the confession. Can't just start a slow clap, Jordan. <laughs> moment. Anyway, do you have anything you want to say before we get out of here, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to a listener, Stephen, who is, uh, Stephen noticed that you could hear Coco's dog tags jingling a little bit in the background of one of the recordings the other day. So Stephen's going to send me a dog tag silencer. That's like a little yeah. canvas thing. <laughs> that you can put on put on your collar and that was just really sweet of him so i just wanted to shout out and say thank you for that i really appreciate it oh i still have your dog toy here too you forgot oh to yay from that. eric um, yes okay yes totally yeah i'll go to our po box and then i'll come and eh, these are administrative things anyway yes thank you <laughs> i don't think we have anything in the po box right now so don't worry about it oh great all right then i'll just come get that we're working out behind the scenes these are discussions we don't even have in front of <laughs> That's my qu- confession is that we're going to discuss this uh, shit in front of y'all. No, um, <laughs> we're going to take you care of But thank you. Thanks to Stephen. And thanks to everyone um, for, for sending their, in their confessions. And uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, and please, again, go to quarantineconfessionspod.com. Send in your confessions. Let us know if you want to be anonymous. Let us know your pronouns, if, if uh, how you want to be addressed. And, and we'll take it from there. So that's it. Until next time, everyone, say three Harry Reeds and five Rachel Maddows and go forth to love and serve the pod. Praise be to you. Uh, the end. Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell with quality assurance by Kanai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is quarantineconfessionspod.com.